0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: Father of mine. Dear Meathead, brought to you by. JM Synthetics
2: up here. father of
1: mine Take me back
2: to the day good morning yeah, well, dad yeah you how are you go. i don't know i just woke up oh yeah <laughs> yeah you were like <laughs> s-
1: sleeping away <laughs> huh to okay now did you wake up like with an alarm or did you just wake up and say all right time to I start
2: just just woke up you said it was an alarm i don't
1: remember an alarm. okay you got the alarm going and you and joanne got up you got your coffee you're feeling good you're feeling fine no
2: we haven't had the coffee
1: yet oh my god (laughs) that's rough do you want me to call you back after you have the coffee no this is fine okay dad i want you to tell everybody about the big project that you did when the driveway was iced over
2: what
1: did i do well you i was talking with you yesterday and you said that uh the the snow had become uh had made your whole driveway a sheet of ice yes and that was not gonna uh work in your opinion you had to do something about that
2: oh i did yeah We, we couldn't even walk on it
1: okay so now i know it started to heat up the last day where it was above freezing so it probably worked a little easier didn't you uh break up every bit of the ice with like a
2: driveway is spotless
1: and then he so you busted it all up and then you shoveled it off
2: yes i uh i have this uh handheld uh scraper yeah that uh, you scrape cement and stuff like that yeah i pound with it it's got a sharp edges on it yes I pounded on the ice. Every ice cracked, crack, 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 crack. And then I come out there with a the shovel and got rid of it. Now, it all up. man, there was a lot of that stuff.
1: Yeah, I believe that. And that is uh, that—that's not light work, Dad. I mean, if you uh, if you break it all up and then you have to shovel it all off,
2: it. shovel it to the side. Yeah.
1: Now, you're going to be 88 years old or 89. I always screw this up.
2: 89, right, Joanne? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's eighty nine. You're gonna be eighty nine years old, and you're doing the work of a twenty four year old man.
2: Well, I don't know about that. No, that was that's hard work. That's that was
1: just good. This is very good for you. You know, people say that um that if you do that, people oftentimes hear the story about how people uh, have like a heart attack. But heart attack, yeah. But but I think that's for people who don't have a trained heart. I think you're very strong. I think. <laughs> I think that if you stop doing this that's gonna be a problem you got to keep yeah, doing then it and I'll
2: be dead yeah you
1: got to keep working
2: I, I enjoyed doing that it was not hard yeah, 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 of course I stopped take a break Yeah. You know, and uh I was gonna say have a six pack <laughs> yeah you, well no, maybe
1: yeah maybe years ago you know
2: oh my god that's been like uh what thirty some years ago
1: it's a long time ago. Now, Dad, I suggested this to you yesterday, but I don't know if you remember. To keep yourself in shape and your mind occupied, you should spray water on the driveway before you go to bed.
2: <laughs> that
1: was a good suggestion, but I ain't going to do that.
2: <laughs> no, Because then, then you,
1: could, you, you could do this every day, you know?
2: Yeah. And, you know, here's the problem. Uh, well, somehow, uh, at the crack of dawn... I don't know what jo- whether Joanne woke me up. I think she did. Said she says there's uh, emergency trucks around here. Yeah. Uh, where, where is it, Joanne? Four fire trucks. One was right in front of our house. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, one was uh, in front of our house, and uh, one is down the road. Okay. What well, the three three uh, vehicles? And I thought, well, my neighbor, Ryan, I said, "No, there's nothing there." And a house past him, uh, there was a vehicle parked there. So, uh, we have a fire hydrant. In our house. I have a fire hydrant next to my house here, in front of us.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, so it wasn't there like was, there
2: was a cable from there going somewhere. So it must have been water.
1: Okay. Yeah, maybe that had so something they to must do it.
2: Must have had a fire there somehow. Okay. But we didn't hear it. They don't uh, Siren yeah. Crack it on. You know, if
1: that uh, if the fire department was out there fighting the fire, it's a good thing you didn't see it because I would expect you to go outside and start telling them how to fight the fire.
2: Well, I couldn't open my front door. I hit a hit a bump like a big chunk of ice and solid. Yeah,
1: I would just imagine you.
2: Forge. Yeah, you like, hey, yeah, you're doing it yeah. all wrong. You let I me. Good could, I, <laughs> no, I didn't want to damage the door by the, pounding it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I tried to open it up, and of course, my neighbor called and alerted me across the, street, across the you know the field
1: yeah, Zach, yeah Zach Zach the Egyptian
2: he says, uh you guys all right? all right so
1: why he' says, got the firing oh yeah, they, he thought that you like uh fell off the roof or something
2: He thought I <laughs> bit the dust
1: yeah, yeah, well, that's not i mean my god i i, I fully expect you to list uh to live to at least a hundred and thirty
2: i'd like to make it to 101
1: okay well that's a long time i'll be 30
2: i mean that's uh that is not i mean that's hard to live we've
1: got so many years it's going to be awesome i can't wait all right well i got a bunch of questions dad hey i got the answers for you terry has a personal question he says dear meathead when you were growing up what did you dream you would be
2: God, that's a tough question. I have no clue.
1: You don't remember, like, uh, I want to be a boxer. I want to be a guy who breaks up uh, ice on a driveway.
2: Well, I wanted to be a continuous superstar soccer player. Oh, okay. Which I I ended up being one.
1: What do you mean by a continuous superstar soccer
2: player? Like, I wanted it from that age on... Go as, as many years as I could and play soccer. Okay. <clears throat> you know, I was a tough defensive player at age 14.
1: Yeah, you told me about how when you used to play, you would play the game <laughs> and you'd have a safety pin and you would you would poke players in the butt when they'd run yeah. down the field. You would, like, stab them.
2: Yeah, when they lose. Grab a hold of their butts. Uh, obviously, the ball
1: was mine. I don't know if that's... I think that's frowned upon in international play. <laughs> stabbing people. I don't
2: know. But you get caught nowadays, I guess, that'll throw
1: you out. Okay. Yes, I think stabbing people would be a real problem in today's soccer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mike writes, Dear Meathead, My friend was making himself a cake. And mixing the ingredients. While whipping up the cake, he wondered what his batter would taste like. Then he, he asked, is it okay for him to taste his own batter? Or should he save it for the oven where it belongs?
2: I mean, just to taste it. You don't take a gallon of it. You take a little no, spoonful. Just right? take
1: like a little a little drip of it. Yeah. That's what he's
2: I heard nothing.
1: So it's okay. It's okay. Let's say the guy's name is Ben and uh and he he, he admits that he likes to, to do that. That 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 would be okay,
2: right? I won't take a whole spoonful or so. Just a, you know what I mean by tasting. You take a dip in there and put it and go yum 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 yum, you know. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it.
2: But the raw raw no, I I don't know. Yeah, I, I think don't.
1: there's I think there's some some material in there that you don't want in your mouth.
2: No, no, I you, you're right. All the material that's involved in there.
1: Yeah, it, it's it be something. Uh,
2: I don't think it's a cool idea.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I think I think maybe better be safe than sorry, and don't taste any of your own batter.
2: My wife just said, so, do you want to what you want'?" Oh oh well uh, I eat raw meat, thank eat, you. Yeah. I just Well, eat raw meat. Yeah, he oh, might a man. Uh, ground round raw is uh, I know it. My super duper. I meat.
1: know that. Well, Ben might eat raw meat and then taste his own batter. So I maybe he does both.
2: <laughs> raw meat don't have a taste. Well then why do you do that? It just it just it just appe- appealing to me.
1: Oh boy. I don't know, man. <laughs>
2: Well, I can eat uh, about a pound maybe at, a, at any sitting.
1: Yes, yes. Okay, yeah, I know that. I know you just put a little salt on it and off you go.
2: Well, you see, that is a makeup of my childhood because that was a delicacy in our days. Yeah, I get it. My so... mother would make it and then they take a... yeah, like them. It was lamb, yeah, but beef was good.
1: All right, I, I'm writing that down. Raw beef, uh, raw beef, raw beef is the makeup of my childhood.
2: It really is. And when they had them, when we had company, we'd make it up for the company.
1: Oh, wow. So they just sit in there uh, around the hunk it's of meat? Eat, yeah. We'd
2: like, we just sit here and you had a piece of cake. We'd have a piece of raw meat.
1: So it's like blood coming off your face. No,
2: ain't no blood in there. No. No blood. There's totally pure
1: beef well i know but raw is raw i mean wouldn't there be a little bit of blood on it no okay uh john writes dear meathead my daughter needed a hundred bucks to buy a textbook for college and then the next day she learned she was getting 250 dollars back from the school uh i uh i wanted to put that money in the bank she wanted to take a hundred dollars of that money uh, to buy concert tickets i told her she should pay me back for the school book and that's not how money should be used did i do the right thing
2: well i don't know what uh, the rules of family are of uh, spending the money
1: well yeah he suggested that uh, he suggested that he's paying for the daughter's school and all then, right. and then the school awarded her out of the blue, like a rebate or something like that. And yeah, and dad, yeah. and dad was like, I, "Hey, I want that check to help pay for school." And she's like, "No, I want to use it to go buy things that I like."
2: I don't know. I, I really hate to break a kid's heart for something they really want to do. Uh, I would think it would be good to give them the money.
1: Give you know, them the money. I mean, so yeah, all yes, right.
2: I mean, I don't know what their finances are. I mean, if they're really uh, struggling with things and uh, that $100 would have made a big difference in them, well, that's a different story. Yeah. Well, yeah. know... Uh, I know. Kid, kid is kid. They want to go to... I mean, look at the things that you did when you were growing up.
1: All right, I'm writing this down. Kid is kid.
2: And they got to be... Uh, they got to have some of this.
1: And, and it seems to me like you've, you've really softened up because when I was growing up, if I bought a marshmallow, you, you'd erupt like a volcano.
2: I don't remember doing that, but you said I did. So i must have done it. Well, I don't think. Well, I mean, I, maybe I softened. I don't know. I I saved uh, up,
1: I saved up a few thousand dollars from the, uh, from the paper route. And then I blew it all on, uh, on dual exhaust. Yeah I, yeah. I bought a four barrel carburetor and, uh, dual exhaust and put it hey, on. You
2: bought a bunch of junky clothes.
1: No, uh, I bought clothes. I needed to look fly and I needed a fast car that made a lot of noise. So I. Did I, you
2: are getting ready to go to school, to college?
1: I know it, but I was trying to impress chicks. So I bought Adidas suits, a four barrel, uh, carburetor and dual exhaust.
2: Well. I must have been a tough father. I don't remember being tough, but the rule was a rule maybe. I don't know. If, I, if see, my difference today and then is that if you negotiate with me, that's the way to go. So,
1: so if, if I if I'd have dad,
2: I would want to do that. What right. do you Think
1: of this. All right. You know, yeah, I, I got... really
2: like to do that.
1: If I uh, if I made my case, is what you're you are saying?
2: No. Know, yeah. Okay. I think I think I would have let you do that, but no problem. But you
0: did it anyway. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes. Innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland for innovators everywhere. Visit highland.com.
1: Dad, uh, Dean has this question. Uh, First of all, uh, just so uh, if you're aware, have you been following the story about the Canadian uh, trucks, Making the big uh, blockade. Okay. I figured you would know that. Dean asks, what do you think about the freedom convoy in Canada? Because they don't want a mandate that makes them have to get vaccinated to travel in between U.S. and Canada. The truckers are like, we shouldn't have to do that if we don't want to. We don't want a mandate. So they're protesting. And then well, the Canadians are like, "No, you need that." And then it's a big, it's a big uh, stalemate between the two.
2: The thing that I don't understand: what's the purpose of that?
1: Of the blockade? Yes. Um,
2: well, is it's it it's COVID?
1: it's uh, yes. They're doing it because they don't want to have to get the shot.
2: All right, that I think a trucker is driving. That the way this disease is working in my estimation or mentality if you're driving you're not going to catch it from anybody you got your window right. closed and you're driving through but getting out and dealing with the public you're possibly uh uh contaminating yeah. people mm-hmm. uh, by dealing with people okay and for that i don't blame them
1: uh, so yeah do you uh so what what well, do you think about it do you think yay or nay should they should they do this blockade or should they
2: um no, not they shouldn't or, blockade it. if the guys the driver is uh, safety in his truck and he's not associating with anybody he's not uh, right. spreading any kind of disease okay
1: so they they shouldn't have to get the shot but at the same time they also shouldn't be causing all this trouble is that what you're oh. saying no, they should have the shot. Oh, they should have the shot. Okay. Yeah. All right. But um uh that they they don't want it and so they're not gonna get it. And they um do you think that this is a, a um a bad thing that they're causing all this disruption by parking their cars on the ambassador bridge?
2: Oh I, I think that's wrong. I think this is a livelihood. The driver is gonna deliver something, he's not associating with any people, face to face conversation, he wears a mask. He's done all the safety precautions.
1: Okay, so you, well, I am having a, I am getting kind of a mixed message. Sh- should they? No,
2: they should not. Uh, they should not stop them from doing that.
1: Okay, so go ahead and have the blockade.
2: Yeah, no, don't have the blockade.
1: Okay. Well, you said they should have the shot. Well, yeah, it's.
2: Well, they have the shot, then you are right. Well, that's why they.
1: Have... Well, that's why they're having the blockade. They don't want the shot, so they're they're being disruptive and causing issues. You know,
2: mm, yeah, you see, I'm you see, too loud.
1: Yeah, you see what I mean. So it's kind of uh, like if uh, they're they're not going to get the shot. That's that's uh, that's what they're no, saying. No, they, they should, they and, and, have, in order to in order to cause trouble, they're parking their cars, their trucks on the ambassador bridge, which is causing a major headache. Yes. Uh, for. Uh, that's what people are having to do. Yeah,
2: they got two lines. Oh, no, you can't drive big trucks in that town. So,
1: I, I guess, I guess the big picture is the big picture is, um, they are protesting the shot, so their transportation is grinding to a halt.
2: Yeah. I, I think that's stupid okay first of all the shot is a safety for their own uh, Correct. Livelihood, their they own, don't think that they uh, don't think that health yeah. and all that truckers Besides are stupid they catch it they're going to pass it on to right. someone else that's a legitimate thing
1: right truckers are kind of like trash people to begin with so they
2: really do they acted like a, a bunch of thugs some of yeah them.
1: that's what they are they all are and they, they should just take their trucks No, I think there.
2: they're good people. Like, they're I don't. They all are. Okay. But they're, they're intelligent people. No. But then again, their livelihood is not being uh, messed with and stopping them. Well, of course, they get upset.
1: Yeah. Okay, Dad. Um, Let's see. Do you have a story that comes to mind about young Eric being a knucklehead? Sign, Travis from Clarksville, Michigan.
2: I honestly don't have any, any knuckleheadness, except you spending two thousand dollars in <laughs> one day over clothing. Or when you uh, played that game, you took that uh, uh, big uh, frog out oh, of his oh. porch.
1: The scavenger helmet. I got arrested.
2: Well, there, yeah, yeah, there you, you go. Arrested. Those
1: are those are two great examples of, uh, as you say, knuckleheadness. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, that was a dumb thing
1: to do. Those were uh, two high water marks, to be sure. I agree. I mean, with if that.
2: somebody did that to me, I'd just kick him in the butt.
1: Right. If you could go back today and visit Iran, what would be the one, the first person or place that you would want to see? Please embellish. Sign, Jonathan.
2: I would like. To, you said. Uh, place or uh, people?
1: Well, person? yeah. If there was a, if there, if you uh, went back to yeah. Iran, is there a, a place? Uh, yes. What
2: so would be the first? Place. I first, would like first... to see my old house that I grew up in. Uh huh. Because it was directly from a police department, and I met this American sergeant. Yeah. And I was like, what, 14 years old? Yeah. 14 years old. Um, and then somehow I could put English language together. Uh, whether it was my, uh, I don't know how I got to look uh, talk English, but I could understand it or I could express myself. They were, I would always interpret. The, the police department always either come in and borrow uh, napkins or uh, cups yeah. for a coffee and all this. So, yeah, or, or all of these things. They, they they borrow things from us. So they would ask me to go out there and talk to this the sergeant Robert Hall, for instance, and tell them what he wanted. And these yeah, the police department. Yeah,
1: and these are these are Iranian Iranian police.
2: Iranian police department okay there was a, a gun toting person right in front of their gate that goes into the police department yeah instead of and, police cars they did in.
1: they instead of police cars did they have camels
2: no they, they had no I don't remember any police vehicle
1: okay they probably just walked around
2: they walk into the police department the sergeant hall had the car a vehicle what was your I home park in the
1: what was your home made out of stone was it like a cave or what you know was
2: <laughs> no it was a nice a building. you walk right in there okay and they had a swimming pool right in the middle of it uh, so in, the, in the yard of the police department
1: you, you wait a minute. You everybody goes swimming at the police station?
2: No, no. It was just water reservoir. Oh, okay. it's filled up with water. Water was released to our homes once a week. Yeah, it filled up in there, and then it goes over, goes underground, and comes to my home.
1: I got gotcha. you. And then and you we just, fill
2: our big ponds.
1: You you fill up your your big containers full of water. That that was your our running water. Container
2: wa- was big. We had uh, we swam in that one.
1: Yeah. That, okay. So you would swim yeah. You got your reservoir. The so you're Not swimming. A a yard. You're 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 swimming in the water that you're gonna drink.
2: No. Oh. Okay. The, the, drinking was a hundred foot
1: well. Okay. Gotcha. Different water.
2: That was different water.
1: Aram, who was also was for
2: watering the grass and all.
1: Yeah. Our pal Aram, who's also Armenian, he says, uh, "Hello, meathead. There are a few cities in the U.S." with a lot of Armenians, including Watertown, Massachusetts, and Glendale, California. Do you, uh, know, yes. do you know why Armenians settled in these cities?
2: I believe I heard something. is was due to the fact that the living norm was more simpler and more uh, acceptable because of the heat. Um, because it, it, They don't get the, red, the rain that we get, I guess.
1: Okay. Uh, Watertown Mass isn't exactly a a warm... It's in Massachusetts. It's a little, pretty cold there.
2: Yeah, but the, the New Year, the California is a warm state.
1: Yeah, so there's that, but I don't know about Watertown Mass. I, I guess I don't know. I've never heard why it, they just happened. I guess maybe a few went there and then word spread that that was the place.
2: For some reason, the Armenians decided that. The reason I think in my own mind is because their living conditions are simpler or easier to deal with than what we do here
1: okay all right well there you go that's uh that's that's the best i think we can do i'll have to look that all up right. thank you aram his
2: name is aram
1: his name is aram yes
2: aram is an armenian
1: yes he is half armenian he's like me yeah,
2: well, he, he speaks Armenian, obviously.
1: Uh, I, well, I don't, I'm not sure. I just know his name is Aram, and uh, his, one of his parents is uh, Indian, like uh, the country right. of India. I'll, one,
2: I'll make a statement, make a note yeah. to a, a word or something. You write it down, and you, we speak with him again. If you do, ask him.
1: I, I don't think he speaks any, any Armenian or Farsi. But, okay. But I'm not sure. Maybe he does. Forget it. Uh, okay, finally, Jonathan writes, Hey, Jack, I enjoy going uh, on activities and doing things that give me a big adrenaline rush. What should be my next big adrenaline rush? Like, for example, climbing a uh, a tall tree with a chainsaw or punching a politician. Please embellish. uh
2: up down a tree is be my norm.
1: Yeah, that, that's that's the big adrenaline rush.
2: That's right. Punching nobody is going to be my norm. So.
1: It was, uh, but it's not. a... I
2: punched. I punched somebody, but that was hundred years ago. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we know. I'm a
2: totally different person now Yeah, you're I very laid back.
1: back. You're very laid back. But my you know, youth years were different. Than you know my, what's uh, what's interesting though, Dad, is uh, last summer when. We got my car when Diana got the car stuck in the sand and that guy was giving us the business and you screamed at him and said, I don't want to lecture. Remember that one?
2: Yeah, I remember that. I think I thought you were but getting ready to you the way you handled I that? thought
1: you were gonna hit that guy.
2: But the thing that worried me is when you nose to nose with him, well,
1: he got what three, four cronies. Oh yeah,
2: he he backed but down. I
1: had though. That stick man that I would have taken down a couple
2: of guys. With I him.
1: know it, and that's why I knew you had my back—that you were going to take that stick <laughs> and hit him with it.
2: That's, that's hey. Absurd. Oh, so them! I'll tell you that. I tell you what we if they mess around
1: with you physically. I know it. Yeah. Uh Mike even lit up a smoke. He's like, "All right, let's smoke." <laughs> All right. Uh okay, okay, Dad. well, I think uh, I think I've, that's it. I think that's it for this uh edition of Dear meathead. okay?
2: All right. You have en- a great day. Yeah. Enjoy it. And think of me really seriously to how much more snow i gotta shovel
1: well i know that you've got with all the snow that you got there. you gotta have some gigantic piles of snow on the grass oh
2: well
1: no the, the way i spread them is in the entire side of the yard okay we so have have you, it all over. are you are you uh, I, have you started my grandma, your my oh so one yeah. of the grandkids came over and was helping you melt snow no, I was playing in the snow. Okay, because I know you like to melt the snow, which is the you're the only person in the world that does that.
2: No, oh, I just shoveled it from the whole driveway area into yeah. the yard.
1: Okay. All right, Dad. Well, you guys are the best. I love you so much, okay?
2: All right. Have a great one, and we'll talk to you maybe sooner or later. Okay, very good. All right. Love you, Joanne. Goodbye, people. I love you guys.
1: Yes, yes, you do. They love you, too. Bye.
2: All right, bye-bye. The cats in the cradle and the suit was Little boy blue and the man on the phone. When you come in.